Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to episode 232 of the Family Medicine Rocks podcast for Saturday, January 7th, 2012. On tonight's show, we'll uh, be having uh, cats coming on uh, in a few minutes here, Warrior Cat on Twitter. Uh, we'll be talking about some news stories, also talking sports tonight. The big college championship game is uh, coming up uh, in uh, just two days. Uh, should be t- we'll be talking uh, LSU football. Also tonight's New Orleans Saints uh, football game, which is going on right now, and uh, whatever else may come up here uh, tonight. All that and more coming up on episode 232 of the Family Medicine Rocks podcast. The Night Shift Show begins right now. Kids, welcome to the show that is passionate about medicine and social media and tonight football. <laughs> this is the Family Medicine Rocks podcast. I'm your host, Mike Sevilla, the friendly family physician and social media enthusiast. And what is this show about? Uh, well, let's tell people this show is about uh, social media through the eyes of a family physician. I encourage you to check out the website at uh, familymedicinerocks.com. And also a big shout-out to people following me on Twitter and Facebook, all 8,125 people who are following me on Twitter. I don't know why. Thank you very much for that. It's Dr. Mike Sibilla on Twitter. Also, shout-out to all 320 people who like the Facebook page for this show. Big shout-out to you. Thank you for that as well. Today is Saturday night, January 7th, 2012. It is 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time, 8.30 p.m. Central. 
And outside here, uh, Family Medicine Rocks World Headquarters, it feels like 34 degrees Fahrenheit. That's right. We had a heat wave here this week uh, about four days ago. We had uh, probably about half a foot of snow. And then uh, yesterday here, uh, we were over 50 degrees, which in January in northeastern Ohio is a big heat wave. Let me tell you that, kids. I saw people out there. Uh, jogging in shorts in the first <laughs> four days of January here, and uh, very, very atypical for that. So uh, how'd your week go there, kids? Uh, you know, this is first week of uh, 2012, the uh, last year <laughs> of our existence, <laughs> if only if you're a Mayan, I guess. Uh, so... Uh, uh, how many people have uh, broken their New Year's resolutions already? I am probably one of them as well. You know, I, I just keep it for a couple of days, so uh, come on. <laughs> the intentions are right. Isn't, isn't that right? Isn't that right? If your intentions are right, then, then you should be fine. Uh, but what do we have coming up on this 90-minute uh, show here uh, this evening? Uh, uh, coming up uh, in just a few minutes, we'll be uh, having Kat uh, Come on and uh, talk about her week, and uh, she's she's getting very nervous, kids. She's getting very nervous because the uh, big college football national championship game uh, is uh, just in two days, and uh, we'll be talking about that. Also, this evening, right now, live uh, going on uh, is the New Orleans Saints NFL football game uh, playoff. That's going on. Actually, they just went into halftime uh, right now. And uh, so we'll talk a little bit about sports. I'll talk about some uh, news stories here uh, from uh, this week. Not a lot of news going on, but uh, there there were some things that uh, we're going to be talking about here. Uh, So also, uh, for people listening live, I encourage you to come back uh, here in about 24 hours. I'm very excited uh, for tomorrow night's show, episode 233. Uh, We're going to be talking about something interesting locally here. Uh, having to do with uh, something called fracking or hydraulic fracking, uh, which is calling a big, causing a big stir here uh, locally. And uh, I'm going to be having a, a reporter uh, call in. I'm going to be interviewing him uh, about this local controversy. And uh, it's uh, in, even if it's uh, you know not affecting your area where you're at in your part of the country or your part of the world. I encourage you to uh, tune in. We're going to have a a very good show uh, here uh, tomorrow night. And I'm trying to get uh, some uh, other guests to come on uh, to uh, to chat on the show here. Uh, So that's one of kind of my New Year's resolutions is to have – have interviews come back to this show, and uh, we'll we'll, uh, we'll see what happens here. So, uh, so I do have some news stories here. I'm going to be uh, talking about before uh, Kat uh, calls into the show. Here, she was working today, and uh, so she's in the midst of uh, her show prep uh, uh, for the show here. So, uh, but I'll be uh, I'll be talking about things here after our first break, and uh, we'll be getting on with things. So, I do want to thank uh, Blog Talk Radio for having me as a featured host on this network. Thank you very much. For that, I've been a, a social media hobbyist since uh, 2005, uh, doing over 200 of these uh, Block Talk radio shows. That's right, I have renumbered the shows to go back to my total shows here on Block Talk Radio. That's why it is 232 shows here on Block Talk Radio. And if you're curious, yes, I am a real doctor. I am a family physician and full-time private practice here in northeastern Ohio. And uh, very excited about that. 
So we're going to go to my first break, and uh, I do have some uh, news stories here that I'll be talking about here. So you're listening to the uh, Family Medicine Rocks podcast, the unofficial podcast of the Family Medicine Revolution. Just Google FM Revolution uh, for more details. Also a member of the uh, Proba Network of Podcasts. You can get there by going to uh, promednetwork.com, and we'll be right back. Social media through the eyes of a family physician. This is the night shift here uh, show on a Saturday night here on uh, Blog Talk Radio. And if you're wondering, if you're out there, if you're listening, uh, yes, the chat room is not open here tonight uh, because uh, I know that everybody is doing a lot of different stuff here. Um, other than our good friend uh, J-Man, uh, who is uh, going to be having a show here uh, following this show at 11 p.m. Eastern Time, uh, the I'm with Stupid show here on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, J-Man is going to be interviewing Matt Man. That's going to be a very interesting uh, interview there. Um, also, probably our good friend Liz uh, is uh, probably uh, listening to the show here live here uh, this evening. So uh, thank you uh, for those of you who are listening live or people who are listening on the archived podcast. Thank you for uh, for uh, for listening. I want to thank everybody uh, for uh, all your uh, support for the uh, New Year's Eve show, uh, show 231. Uh, got a huge amount of downloads here for the show and uh, put this show in the top 10 for our category here on the uh, Blog Talk Radio Network. So uh, thank you for all your support um, of this show. Uh, so uh, just going to be uh, talking about things here, uh, chatting a little bit here. And uh, one of the uh, interesting uh, stories here uh, locally um, other than the earthquake uh, that happened here uh, one week ago, uh, was uh, that there was a uh, <laughs> there was a, a storm here, and uh, our, at our local uh, regional airport, <laughs> they had a, a flight uh, fall off the runway. They, uh, there's a, there was a flight that landed and uh, was turning to go to the terminal, and it slipped off the runway. It even made national news here (laughs) in good old Youngstown, Ohio. Here's the story uh, from the Associated Press. An Ohio airport says a plane with about 150 people on board skidded off a runway Monday night. We had an excellent flight, landed safely, and once we landed, the plane just skidded off the runway while trying to take the turn and got stuck in a grass. Passengers say the Allegiant air flight was smooth from St. Petersburg, Florida to Youngstown, Ohio, but the landing left something to be desired. I go to my buddy Timmy, I go, we're listening a little bit, I think we're in the mud, we're stuck. A little less than an hour later, the airport bussed the passengers and their luggage to the terminal. Travelers waiting to board the plane for its return flight were left stranded. 
The airline offered them refunds or hotel rooms for the night. First they said that we might have to wait for a flight tonight, then they said that they couldn't move the plane and we have to get a flight tomorrow, and if we don't get on the flight tomorrow, the next available flight is going to be Friday. Airport officials say the plane may have become stuck in the grass after taking a wide turn. No injuries were reported. Tim McGuire, the Associated Press. So there you go, kids. So in the first uh, three or four days of the year, Youngstown, Ohio, makes national news for having an earthquake and also for having an and a, an airplane uh, go off the runway into the mud. What a great, what a great start to the new year uh, for uh, Youngstown, Ohio. <laughs> um, now, I did want to uh, highlight some things uh, for the uh, for the website uh, FinleyMedicineRocks.com. I did uh, have some new things uh, on the uh, site. I, I've, I've, I'm currently attempting. A, a photo blog, and if you go to familymedicinerocks.com and uh, hit the uh, PICS, P-I-C-S, uh, tab or link um, at the top there, you can kind of see me. I've, I have like three or four pictures there that, I, that I'm trying. I remember every year seeing this, uh, uh, I forget what it's called, it's uh, a Photo 365 or something like that. Um, I'm definitely not committed to having a, uh, a photo every day, but uh, um, I'm going to try to Try to have some photos there every so often, uh, and uh, to try to reflect what I'm seeing um, here w- with regards to work or life or, or that type of thing. So that's going to be fun. Uh, and also, I have uh, started a, a, a kind of what I call a mini blog, a, a blog that uh, is going to be you know maybe some pictures, well maybe not pictures, maybe just some some short uh, commentary on things. Uh, not medicine and not social media related, maybe just uh, some random topics or topics that um, are having impact here locally. You know, I, I had a couple of uh, blog posts there talking about the local things going on here, especially with regards to the earthquake um, and this issue of hydraulic fracking or fracking, you know, which I'm uh, learning more about, um, which uh, can have a, a, a huge potential for an economic boom uh, here, which is badly needed, because uh, this is, you know, this used to be the steel belt of America, now it's known as the rust belt, uh, with uh, everybody moving away. Um, but uh, with this uh, potential uh, to have uh, tapping into our natural resources here, uh, you're using something like a fracking. Uh, process uh, that has huge potential, but with the earthquake here, that has opened up a huge uh, debate here locally as far as you know what is uh, important. You know, is it uh, you know is is it the the potential for economic boom? Um, it, is it um, you know environmental concerns? Is it somewhere in the middle? So I hope to do with this mini blog or what I call the Chronicles blog on the uh, on the Family Medicine Rocks website to uh, talk a little bit uh, more about that. So I encourage you to uh, check all of that out. Um, so just trying to, you know, trying to try some different things out there um, in uh, social media, uh, you know, especially if you're out there, if you're doing Twitter, you're doing Facebook, you're doing a blog, why not try something different, you know, when it comes to uh, social media um, and just try something else. I, I've uh, I, I, too, too many times I, I've seen people who have started out, gotten really really internet famous um and then uh, they stop innovating they become boring 
And uh, you know, I don't like seeing that. I don't like seeing that. So I'm trying. I'm trying some different. I'm trying some different things out there, kids. And also something I'm going to be talking about with Kat uh, when she comes on is that I, I signed up my mom, uh, I, my mom and dad, my parents. I signed them up for Facebook today, and that is a uh, that is a interesting story. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> uh, so I will save that for uh, for uh, for when she uh, comes on the show. But you know, kind of reflecting back, you know, on the on the New Year's Eve show, that was really fun to do. I want to thank Cat again for coming on the show and uh, uh, making it so much fun. I think that is the third year in a row that I've done a, a New Year's Eve show, and uh, it, it's fun. It's interesting. Uh, it's uh, it's reflective yet fun. Uh, it's a lot of different emotions that are going on uh, when it comes to, uh, you know, coming on to midnight and when it comes to the, the turning of the uh, new year. Uh, now, what I want to do here next is uh, to play another uh, story here and um, uh, just uh, talk a little bit about it. And, uh, you know, it's, it, it's interesting seeing out there what, what is newsworthy. <laughs> What people are talking about here, and uh, this uh, this coming up news story here is is a woman uh, who bought a car and uh, did not like, did not got, thought she got ripped off because she did not get the uh, uh, mileage that she thought that she was going to get, and she's suing the company. It's really interesting here. Here's the story from the Associated Press. <laughs> Heather Peters, a former lawyer, wants Honda to pay her thousands of dollars after her 2006 Civic Hybrid didn't get the gas mileage she says she was promised, 50 miles per gallon. She says her trouble began when the car's electric battery went dead. I noticed the difference in 2008. It was, it was never more than 40, and it was going down and down and down and down. I took it to the dealership in 08, taking it to the dealership eight different times. Other owners of the hybrid are also suing, and there's a class action suit in progress. But Peters has gone to small claims court by herself, an unusual step, because she could win as much as $10,000. If she went the other direction and joined the class action suit, the potential payout would be a fraction of that amount. They're offering me $200 as a member of the class, and the lawyers are getting $8.5 million. And, uh, you know, I don't begrudge them their fees. They've worked really, really hard on this case for many, many years. But Honda needs to step it up and really help the people. Jeff Bartlett works at Consumer Reports. He says the 2006 Civic Hybrid never tested at 50 miles per gallon, but that some of the confusion may be due to a change in how the government figures its mileage standards. In 2008, they recalibrated their numbers to better reflect uh, a better mix of city highway, uh, you know, better reflect the real world. Her initial numbers may be based on what she was told before that change. Some legal experts are intrigued by Peter's move, saying evidence is weighed differently in small claims court, cases move faster, and judges have more discretion. But other experts dismiss the move, saying few people would want to spend as much time on the case as she has. Ross Simpson, the Associated Press. So it's interesting from a legal standpoint as far as, uh, you know, taking from a, to a small claims court as opposed to a whole huge class action lawsuit. Um, but did you hear about this uh, next story here? This uh, the, There's this toddler out there that um, 
uh, <laughs> that got his parents, I believe it's, it's their smartphone or their iPhone, and was able to, listen to this, kids, that was able to purchase apps on the phone. <laughs> And uh, cost his parents uh, some money there. So uh, this is a really funny and interesting story coming up. We got outsmarted by a 20-month-old. With a few clicks of the thumb, a 20-month-old Oklahoma girl nearly cost her parents about $200. London Hall was playing with their smartphone when she bought two apps that cost about $100 each. Uh-oh. Her parents didn't find out until they opened their bill. I just stood there with my mouth open. I didn't know whether to laugh or cry. You have to be impressed with her ability to problem solve and to work her way through things. But ultimately, I mean, you feel, uh, you kind of feel suckered a little bit. Her parents have since added password protection to their phones but warn that some charges can come from purchases made on apps that don't need a password. The Halls say they have a friend at Apple who helped them remove the charges as a one-time courtesy. Ross Simpson, The Associated Press. You know, I think the, the whole key to that story is that they had a friend at Apple to uh, take off the charges. I mean, come on. I mean, I... I how how common does that happen? <laughs> like if you know, like if you're out there and your kid or you know your your nephew or your niece or some you know young child, you know gets your smartphone, you know and, and you know and I've seen kids you know come to my office. I've seen kids and their parents they come in they they come in with their you know with their smartphones they're playing the Angry Birds. They're, they're they're playing you know these games and uh, you get them pressing all the buttons and things and how you know how common would it be how easy would it be for them to uh, you know for the kid just to hit a button and say hey I want to order you know this game or this app or this movie or this song uh, it's uh, uh, I'm surprised that we don't hear you know more stories. Um, of that deal, <laughs> and probably we will, you know, as uh, as as, uh, as time goes along. Uh, let's see here. Let me. Uh, oh, and uh, let's see. I have another story here that I wanted to uh, I wanted to share with all of you, which I, I think is uh, interesting here. Um, which one am I going to pick here? Uh, let's because uh, there's a couple of stories here. I'm going to talk if we have time to uh, to talk to to Kat about here, which I, I think is interesting. Um, uh, this is actually I remember this story from last year. This is uh, very interesting here. This is uh, uh, the title of this story is a Church of Snow and Ice opens in Germany. This is uh, from Tuesday, January three, uh, twenty twelve. I'm going to read this here after weeks of preparation. The people of this little town in Germany that I cannot uh, pronounce have opened a, a small church entirely built of snow and ice. The uh, snow church is part of a long tradition dating back more than 100 years. The ritual harks back to when uh, town authorities denied a formal request from residents to open their traditional house of worship. So the petitioners decided instead to build a church out of nothing but snow and ice. One of the uh, one of the uh, churchgoers says this. It was meant to be an act of provocation, 
believers from the village got together and built a snow church because they didn't have a church here. Uh, the ice sculpture reportedly cost more than $200,000 to create and was delayed for several weeks by unreasonably warm weather. Thousands of visitors are expected to visit the mini cathedral before it begins to melt away. And uh, so there's some interesting pictures here of this, uh, of this uh, church of snow and ice in Germany. And, uh, the structure is nicknamed God's Igloo and was made with uh, uh, 49,000 cubic feet of snow, uh, roughly 65 feet in length, and it even has a tower. <laughs> so can you believe that, kids? <laughs> oh, man. So, it's, uh, you know, I mean, what, what are you, you going to do with that? What are you going to do with that? <laughs> um, let me share a couple of other stories here before we uh, before we get to the uh, to the top of the hour here, and uh, and uh, then we'll uh, bring Cat uh, on here. And uh, this is an interesting story here on the uh, Wall Street Journal here this week, and uh, I'll get Cat's take on it when I bring her on the air here. But uh, this is from the uh, Wall Street Journal from uh, January 6, uh, 2012. The title of this is uh, "On a Wingman and a Prayer." Singles bow uh, to Cupid's for hire. And uh, this is from Boston. Uh, and it starts out, uh, Court, the guy's name is Court. Court, 27, is an affable guy who's skilled at promoting his company, a mobile application startup he co-founded. But when it comes to socializing, he tends to clam up. I'd like to be romantic, he says, but how? For Johnson and many others, the answer is, quote, hire a coach. Hoping to meet some prospects at a holiday party in December, Mr. Johnson enlisted Thomas Edwards, who runs a service called, quote, the professional wingman, unquote, for a fee of $125. Mr. Edwards accompanied Mr. Johnson to the event and posed as his good pal. As they negotiated the crowd, the wingman alerted his charge <laughs> to flirtatious types and helped make seamless introductions. I love that, he said. As romantics grow weary of the digital dating game, the so-called wingman and wingwoman services are taking them back in time. Such outfits, which popped up in cities like Boston and New York as long as eight years ago, are promoting this old-fashioned, what they call, tete-a-tete, whatever. Uh, they're gaining traction at a time when Internet dating sites are attracting uh, fewer visitors. Susan Baxter founder of Hire a Boston Wig Woman, uh, says she launched her uh, business specifically because her friends were fatigued by online dating. She sent a good niche. You go to meet the person and realize their picture was taken 10 years ago and that they're not who you thought they were. Paired with a confident wig woman, her customers, quote, can see prospective partners right away and know right then if there is chemistry. Ms. Baxter, whose fees start at $130 insists that clients who go out with a pro have better odds of success than those who troll with an untrained male buddy. Often the friend says, uh, says the stupid stuff, like, my friend thinks you're hot. <laughs> Here's a service slogan. We're better at hitting on women than you are. <laughs> uh, so be very curious on Kat's uh, take on this article. 
the professional wingman and wing woman. <laughs> All right, here. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we take a break? And uh, yes, yes, I know you guys and gals have been listening to me clamor long enough. So we're going to take a musical break here, and then uh, we'll bring Cat on for the last hour of the show, leading up to 11 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 p.m. Central, when the I'm a Stupid Show will be on with our good friend uh, J-Man interviewing the Batman here this evening. Let's take a break here, and uh, we will uh, be back. Um, let me find a song here. This is... Uh, Oh, I have to take off my uh, Christmas music here, don't I? <laughs> uh, you're listening to the Family Medicine Rocks podcast, the uh, Night Shift edition. We'll be uh, right back after this. <laughs> You know you got me going now. Got me going. Just like a new 
Detroit kids, it's a Saturday night here on the Blog Talk Radio Network. My name is Mike Savella. This is the Night Shift here. And we'll be here for another hour here. But uh, coming up right now, I have to get her music here ready. You know, talking. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how nervous she is because we're talking. Uh, we're talking a little bit of football here. We're talking LSU. We're talking about uh, those New Orleans Saints type people whose game is going on right now. So here she is. Coming up right here is the cat. Let me get her music here. <laughs> That's right, she's here. It's Warrior Cats. How are you doing, my dear? I'm doing fine. How are you? Uh, good, good, good. So, so how are you feeling? Are, are you, do you have the game on right now? Uh, I, I'm watching the game here uh, right now. Yeah, I have it on. I have it on mute. But, you know, I mean, as much as I love the Saints, and I do, I don't get nearly as nervous. I mean, I did when they played the Super Bowl. Uh, exactly. Years ago? Yeah. Okay. Well, I was then, you know, I was real super nervous. But, like, this year LSU's so good that I'm so just concerned with them right now. I mean, not that I'm not concerned concerned with the Saints, but for some reason I don't get as nervous and as crazy as I do when I watch LSU. And I, I think part of it is because, you know, I grew up going to the games. I was in Tiger Stadium, and I felt the feeling of what it's like in there. And that's a, I mean, I don't know if I've – I don't think I've – no, I've never been to a Saints game. I've been in the Superdome. I saw the Pope in the Superdome. <laughs> well, 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 you saw the Pope in the Superdome? Yeah. I was uh, – oh, gosh. What, I think I was in high school when the Pope came. And he went to the Superdome, and he was riding around in this Pope Mobile around, you know. The Pope Mobile. <laughs> in the Pope Mobile, you know, because uh, I, I, I was in this uh, uh, youth group for this Catholic church, and we went as like a trip or whatever. That's it was cool. cool. So I saw him so in the so Superdome. There's probably a lot of people out there for that deal, huh? The security affair oh, yeah. and all that type of stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, yo, well, yeah, I mean, like you know, because he's in his Pope mobile and he's like it's surrounded by a cage, you know. Like in and he, he's like standing in the cage and he's like you know waving at people. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, that I, I don't know. I, I wasn't there. Yeah. No, but have you ever seen the Pope? Well, not in person. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I was in person, but, I mean, I wasn't up close. I didn't get to kiss his ring or anything. It would have been cool. Would you? Would you? I mean, I guess I would because he's a pope. I mean, that's something you got to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I would have. It was kind of wild, though, you know? Like, if, if I was up real close to him, I think I would be just like, oh, that would be awesome. Like. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so, so, did you have to work yesterday and today? I mean, you're 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 you sound a little tired. It's not like any long days, you know. I mean, it's like a you know, it's because that's, that's, that's that's tough work yeah. you're doing. 
I'm not as hyper as I normally am. <laughs> no, well, I worked today. I worked today. I didn't work yesterday, and I worked tomorrow. But it, it was a little bit busier than I would have thought it was going to be. But toward the end of the day, it got a little bit nicer. I even actually got to look at Twitter for a second. I couldn't believe it. That wow. Never yeah, I saw, I saw you tweeting yesterday, so, so I figured you were off. Well, yesterday I was off. Yesterday yeah. I was off. Yeah. But today, like, yeah, it was busy most of the day. My back started hurting. Now, I got my acupuncture on Thursday, right? It felt wonderful. Ah, uh, yes. And I go again Tuesday. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I'm like addicted. But I mean my <laughs> back was <laughs> my back was killing me today. It was like almost worse. I mean, well, and it it was in a different it was kinda of going lower. Like I hope I'm not getting that sciatica. The sciatica. The sciatica. The sciatica. You know, you know, I got to say, I, I, I said at the beginning of the show here that uh, you know that the New Year's show was just awesome, and all of that was because of you. Uh, but we got we got uh-huh. huge uh, listens and downloads uh, this week, and uh, did it we? Was, yeah, it was great. It was good stuff. I'm so excited. Yay. That's right. Yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. So that very, very so excited. Cool. So I, I, I think it was the acupuncture talk. You know, I told my acupuncturist guy. I told him how I talked about him on the radio, and it's so funny how whenever I tell people that you know I do this, like oh, like for instance, when I said, oh yeah, yeah, I, I'm on this radio show and I talked about you and, and acupuncture and everything. He's like, really? It's so funny how they get, they're like, well, how did you do this? How did you get into this? Or is it radio? Is it in Like they get so enthralled by it, you know? And I love wow. that. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. You know, yeah. so, so something that I, that I miss is that I mean, you know, you, you used to do well. I used to do a couple of radio shows, and uh, it was it was fun, like on the you know on on the on the soap opera show, and then you did your own little interview show for for a few of those, and uh, and that 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 was uh, sounds like you were having a good time uh, with that. I mean, you're 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 a really good interviewer. Oh, thank you. Well, you know the. Uh... The Lambview Lowdown, I really, really miss, and I really, really miss it, especially now, because we have one more week left of, of One Life to Live. One more week. Yeah. The last yeah. day is Friday the 13th. Like, it's so fitting to be on that day, right? Because it's, like, terrible. <laughs> you gals should just have a show but that day, you know, like to close out, you know, whatever, and, you know, and just, just like, complain or reminisce or do whatever you gals do when that happens. But you know what I did, dumb me? I closed the page down. Oh, you closed it all So up. I can't do it. So I can't oh. do it. And I wish I wouldn't have done that because we could have at least had one more last show. Yeah. And, I, and of course, everything's going crazy now on the show and everything's like, because they're going through things real fast. Like they're trying to close out things and, loose ends and all, like so many people got shot this week. But, you know, most of them are going to live. Just the bad ones are going to die because they don't want to make, they don't want all the good people to die, you know, for the end. 
Right. But it's like, oh, I'm just so sad. I'm so sad. <laughs> the show's going to end. Now, I'm oh. the, the New Year's show that it's as old as me, but I found out it's about four years older than me. So I'm not going to age myself any more than I already have to. Oh, oh. Well, I'm already telling you right now because because uh, I can do a show next week that uh, so so probably a lot of the show or we're gonna have a one huge segment on the uh, on that Friday show or whatever you want to talk about on that because I know you're gonna want to just let it out and just do whatever you say what you have to say so why don't we do that that'll be fun. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> so, so, so you, you can you can start your show prep for next week right now. Yay! <laughs> so, which will be fun because that'll be less for me to do. So that'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk about you know, and for- and if you like, you know, I, I, I don't know if any of the gals would want to jump in or something like that, or have time or care or would want to do that and. I, I I would open the doors of this Saturday night show if. if uh, oh, I need to call uh, Champ because my sister doesn't really. My sister kind of stopped watching it actually, if you can believe that. Yeah, but I mean, Karen, I can't believe doing show, we're doing show prep right now. So uh, so for the listeners out there, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, let 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 me know. I'd, I'd be happy to uh, to just kind of sit back and and just uh, hear you gals kind of uh, you know chat about it for. You know, however long you want to do that, it sounds like kind of fun. We had so much fun on that show, we really did. And you know, I met we met Sharon because of that show. You know, she's from from Louisiana as well, and a huge LSU football fan and Saints fan. And she was a listener of the Lambie Lowdown, and we were looking for a third co-host, so we ended up getting her, and she's just the best co-host. And friend, you could ask for. I mean, she's an awesome person. She's just, just amazing. I love her. I love. I love Sharon. Great. Yeah, I remember listening to that, and uh, I mean, you, you guys have a great time. I mean, it's uh, it was it, it was fun to listen to. So, so I know it was fun to do. Thank you so much. Thank you for saying that too, because you know. That like Jay would come and, and listen too, and and he started watching the show, you know, because it, it, he's just y'all are just so awesome. I want to thank y'all for for supporting us with that, you know, because you were there to support us, you know, even though you didn't really know about the show and stuff. But uh, we we tried to make it fun like that, so anybody listening would be like, "That sounds crazy. What are they talking about?" You know, and we would make fun yeah, of them. you know, we would we would. Basically, we recapped the show, but we would make fun of them at the same time, and it was just so much fun. Oh, I'm going to miss this show. So, you know, it's like it's going to be a bittersweet week for me. I'm praying that LSU wins, okay, because it will soften the blow a little bit, I guess, of One Life to Live ending. Now, if LSU loses and One Life to Live ends, I'm going to have to be put in a Franco (laughs) ward. So 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 basically, we we need a show next Saturday night either way because, um, you know, we're we're gonna have to pick you up or we're gonna have to just like stand back as you just clap, you know, for two hours. Clap for two hours. Do you work next Saturday night or are you off? 
no, I'm off. Oh, then we'll have to do a two-hour show to call things Definitely. <laughs> yes, I'm off next Saturday. I'm so excited. Yes. So, and, and I'm off Monday because I requested it off. Of course, you know, I did not. I, even though the game doesn't, I think it doesn't start till like 8 or something. I just, exactly. I, I wanted to be, you know, I, I needed to be at home preparing, making snacks. Uh, watching pre-game stuff if they have anything on. You better be. You better be tweeting all day Monday because I'm going to be at work. I want to know what you're doing. I want the updates, man. I want to see, you know, what <laughs> what is going on in the LSU fans' mind on Monday. Oh God, I, you know, I would probably have tweets where people would be saying, "Is she losing her mind? What's wrong with her?" You know. Because I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a nervous wreck. You know, I'm gonna oh, be a nervous off. wreck. <laughs> <laughs> I was just so. Oh, and get this, I was talking to a friend of mine. Okay, we go. Yeah. We, sometimes we'll go and have breakfast, and we were outside talking near the cars, and and we were talking about the game, and I said, oh, so, you, you know, Monday, BC. I said, oh yeah, that's right, and and uh. I forget how we were talking about it, but I said, I'm so nervous. But I, you could tell I was an LSU fan because I think I was wearing a shirt or something with LSU. I, I had something that was LSU, a purse or something. And this old man comes by and he goes, why are you nervous? Because you're going to lose? And I'm Whoa. like, I'm like uh, well, I hope not. <laughs> and he's like, Come on, you don't think uh, they're going to beat Alabama twice, do you? And I said, well, I hope so. <laughs> like, he hurt my feelings. And then I realized uh, who I kind of was. So he was off, like, doing something, and he was not that far away. And as I was going to my car, I went, go Tigers! <laughs> like, he just kept his head down. And it was an old man, like a grumpy old man. Grumpy old man. Did he talk like this? Yeah, he did. He talked like this with his sciatica. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I was like, I can't believe this. Here I am on the border of Mexico, and I find some bitter, angry Bama fan. Uh, I think you're going to hear from a lot of uh, they're not Bama fans or anti-LSU fans. I guess <laughs> so. Well, he had a cap on that was dark, like a dark red, almost maroon. But I didn't really, I was just kind of listening to him, so I didn't pay that close of attention. I don't know if it might, he may have been a Bama fan. But it could have been never know. It looked like there was some kind of championship type of thing going on on there, but I didn't look close enough. I should have, and I should have taken it off his head. I love old people. Let me just say that. I love old people. But, you know, if you don't come up to me and interrupt my conversation. I wasn't even talking to you and tell me there's no <laughs> way LSU can beat Alabama twice. Well, even if that's so, it still puts us at a tie, and I still am livid over that fact that I, I just don't think, like I like I said before on your show, yes, they're the two best teams in the country, but since we already beat them, 
and we're the only team they lost to, if they win, I still don't see how they – they shouldn't have to – we should be tied at number one, if anything. Mm. It just doesn't seem fair that we have to beat them twice to win, and they only have to beat us one, and they'll get that crystal football. That's not fair. That ain't fair. I got, I got, uh, I, I, I got a couple of news reports here that I'm going to play that, that that'll be a good bridge to, because uh, they they bring up that that same question here that uh, that has been brought up you know since the you know since this game was announced. So when we play these, and then I'll get your reaction to them here. Top ranked LSU meets number two Alabama here at the Superdome Monday night for the BCS championship. It's a rematch of their November 5th tussle in Tuscaloosa, won by the Tigers in overtime, 9-6. Alabama moved the ball in LSU's defense in that game, but ended up settling for field goals, four of which were missed. But Alabama's coach has taken the pressure off the kickers, saying negative plays in the red zone meant for lower percentage field goal tries. That That is the approach that we've tried to use with our players and um, certainly have confidence that they will do well in this game because they've done well you know, in other games all year long. And it will not affect our strategy in terms of how we approach what we do uh, relative to making those decisions because we are confident in those players. The game features the nation's top two defenses. While Alabama's is ranked number one, LSU has made headlines with a secondary that features two AP All-America cornerbacks in Teran Matthew and Morris Claiborne. When, when, it, when your number gets called and it's time for you to make a play, I mean, hey, you need to step up and make it. And the guys in the secondary, I mean, we've done a great job at that this year. Matthew made so many plays, he was a Heisman Trophy finalist and struck up a friendship with Alabama running back Trent Richardson, who was also up for the Heisman. You know, at the same time, you know, I think me and Trent, you know, are mature enough to know, you know, um, come Monday, you know, we're going to do the best that we can for our team to win the football game. And, um, you know, after the game, you know, we could, uh, you know, send each other text messages or so. Richardson's message to opposing defenses this season was try and tackle me as he ran for close to 1,600 yards and scored 23 touchdowns. For this All-America running back, Monday night's kickoff can't come soon enough. I'm so impatient right now, and I'm waiting for this ball game to get here, man. I really can't wait, man. You can almost just, I can almost just feel it, man, right here. And just waiting for this stadium, for this dome here to get packed and, you know, for us to have fun in this game here and play this last game like we never played before. The winner takes home the coach's trophy. This matchup guarantees the BCS champion will come from the Southeastern Conference for the sixth consecutive year. If LSU loses Monday night, they could still be the AP's national champion. Of the 44 AP voters who responded to recent questions about this game, only 11 said that the winner will no doubt be their number one. Covering the BCS championship in New Orleans, John Klobuchar, Associated Press. It's possible. Do I think it's a great possibility? No, but I think the formula that gets us to that, that place is a very close Alabama victory. Because at that point, you'll have the teams have played twice. Both teams will have won very close games. Uh, LSU winning on Alabama's home field. Alabama winning in a neutral field, but a place that is going to have a feel of an LSU home game. And I think that formula, all of a sudden, you'll have voters looking at it going, well, wait a second, they've, they've each beat each other once, but LSU's overall record is better. And I think what you've gotten is, what, I, what the feedback we've gotten from voters is, a lot of them want to see how it plays out and are not committing either way. And only a handful, maybe about a, uh, you know, two handful, 
have said that they're definitely voting the winner of the game, number one, no matter what happens. There were 60 voters, 44 responded. Again, they were sort of broad questions. We weren't looking for a scientific survey, but the questions were, you know, do you expect to vote the winner of the game, number one? Would you consider voting LSU, number one, if it lost? Would you consider voting another team, number one? Um, Oklahoma State, Stanford being the most likely ones, depending on the outcome of the games. Um, Yet a couple people said that they would consider Oklahoma State in the mix, but now that Oklahoma State won a very close game against Stanford, my guess is the Cowboys probably won't get it, be getting much support if, if, if Alabama wins. Obviously, if LSU wins, this is all moot, and it, it, you, you, you know who's going to be number one in the AP poll. I think that there's still a lot of voters out there who, who don't look at this as, hey, this is a, a naturally made championship game, like a playoff, that we have to vote this winner number one. I think they look at it and say, hey, we vote the whole body of the season, and LSU's season has been better than Alabama's, even if Alabama wins this game. Okay, so two long uh, audio clips there. So, <laughs> well, I, I love that guy at the end right there talking. I love him. I want his number. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, that's so okay. So, like, let's say Alabama wins. Okay, they would win the Crystal Football, but not necessarily the AP Championship. Like. Like AP, like the AP na- announcing who they think is the, the the champions of the season doesn't necessarily mean who wins the Crystal Football. I don't know. I thought the Crystal Football is is uh, the the AP champion is is what I thought it was. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But because uh, if if Alabama wins, even if it's by one point, and they hand over that Crystal Football to the Tigers. That Alabama fans in there are going to start rioting. (laughs) They're going to go crazy. Now, you know, like it's like he said, if LSU wins, none of this will even matter. There will be no controversy, and nobody will complain that Alabama should have won it. Okay. Right. So, this is what makes me so nervous. This is just. (laughs) I just want them to win so we don't have to worry about it so there's no controversy. I don't want any controversy. Well, plus because I want them to win, you know. Right, right, right. Right. Uh, And I do like that it's in the Superdome. Like he said, oh, it's a neutral, but it's really more like an LSU home game because you're in New Orleans. But Alabama's not that far away. There's going to be a lot of Bama fans there. Right. There's going to be a lot of Bama fans there. I don't Mm. know if it'll be equal or not, but it's not part of a drive at all. So, oh, I, it's like that guy said, one of the, whichever player it was, was it Trent Richards? I don't know who was talking and said that he just wants the game to get here, you know? It's like he's impatient. It's like I'm not, I feel like I've been waiting forever for it, you know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, hmm. so, yeah, it's going to be exciting. And it's just seeing the Superdome now and thinking, gosh, and – a little less than 48 hours is going to be the BCS game. <laughs> so, uh, so let's so let's uh, start to outline this here on Monday. So, what, uh, so what, what 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 kind of you know preparations are you going to be doing? I mean, you're going to be you know, just like hanging out, or you're going to be you know, I mean, do, do, you know, is, is your place like all decked out with LSU stuff? Like, kind of kind of paint the picture for us there. 
going to be pacing and meditating. No, I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> just going to be trying to keep calm. Well, actually, you know, and, and the weird thing is because it's on a Monday, on a, a business day, I'm just wondering how many, because usually, like, for instance, when they had the Bama-LSU game this year, you know how it was such a huge game, they called it the game of the century, it was on a Saturday, of course, and then you had all the, the, the or not all the stations, I guess mostly ESPN, just playing things all day long about, you know, the pregame. Like, I, I like to watch those pregame things and hear their analysis of it and who they think is going to win and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, but uh, doesn't that make you more nervous getting all the, hearing all the pregame stuff and what if this and what if that? Sometimes yes and sometimes no. <laughs> <laughs> I just love I love hearing about it, you know, just about it. But I, I, I am, you know, I am nervous, and I, sometimes I think, man, I'm getting too old for this. I, to, to be this nervous about a game, it's like just a game, right? But it's not just a game. <laughs> it's not just a game. Come on, just say it. It's not just a game. It's not just a game, and I'm getting too old for this kind of anxiety in my life. <laughs> Now, I know that, uh, well, I mean, our, our good friend Jay Man is listening right now, and he's getting ready for a show, but uh, he probably wants to know, you know, what what, what uh, you know, what outfit are you going to be wearing? Yeah, I mean, he wants me to be wearing my, I say, my LSU cheerleading outfit. I don't have one, but I know that he wants me to be having one on. Well, in so, his mind, you are, so it really doesn't matter. It's what? In his mind, you are, so yeah. it really doesn't matter so, what you say. So, Jay, I'll be wearing my LSU cheerleader outfit, doing cheers all day long. Um, and what else am I going to be doing? Uh, let me think. You're going to be having a, a special BCS championship cheer that you're going to be doing on Monday night. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and, and it's going to be for the Tigers. There, I'm also going to put a, an extra line in there, especially for Jay. <laughs> in the, into the cheer. I'm going to put it into the cheer. <laughs> or I'll, just make up, I'll make up his own cheer. I'll make up his own cheer. Or, or, or he can probably, he'll probably email you a suggestion for a cheer, which we probably can't put on the air, but he'll probably do that for you. <laughs> he can't put it on the air. They're really hyping up their show here tonight. Uh, uh, I, I mean, I know you've been working today, but uh, you know, he, he put out on the Twitter that he's going to be uh, doing a, uh, a quote-unquote a serious interview with uh, with the Matt Man. So I'm not sure really how to interpret that, but uh, I, um, I don't know. I wonder if it's really serious, and if it is serious, like what's he going to ask him? This is going to—I'm I'm curious. I can't wait to hear the show, actually, because I'm kind of—I'm all like curious about it now. Well, well, maybe we can help them with their show prep because I know they're listening to the show right now. Thank you, uh, Gina. Uh, so, so if there's somebody that you would want to ask the Matt Man, what, what, what would you want to know? Hmm. Let me think about. Let me think about that. What would I want to know about the Matt Man? Um, gosh, you know, I wish I would have thought of this before. I, I'm not good at on-the-spot things, especially no, that's if you're okay. I, 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 I can go first. I, I, I would want to ask him, 
you know, why where he lives, uh, you know, Springfield, Ohio, you know, sucks so much. Because I know that, uh, you know, the J-Man put out there this week that uh, that where Matt Man lives is one of the worst places on the entire planet to live. It was some kind of survey or something like that. Uh, what, you know, why does he live there? I mean, come on there, Matt Man. Can't, can't you live anywhere better? No, I mean, yeah. <laughs> why is it, I wonder, though, why is it like the worst place to live? I don't know, but but he could just turn it around on me because when I called into the show last week, he was uh, he he was ripping on where I live, so it's kind of uh, kind of a fair back and forth there, so it's kind of funny. Because you because you live in Youngstown. That's right, man. Where 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 the earthquakes? Let me tell you. But here's the funny thing: y'all both live in Ohio, so you even you equal each other out, right? That's right. Yeah. See, we're awesome and they suck. So uh, we we're, we eat each other out. <laughs> but I can't believe y'all had an earthquake. That's like crazy. Is that your first earthquake you've ever been in? That is the first earthquake I, I was uh, I was ever in, and um, and I'm very excited because because uh, I'm going to be interviewing uh, tomorrow um, a, a local reporter here talking about uh, talking about uh, this whole. Uh, 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 economic potential economic boom that we have here uh, called uh, hydraulic fracking, which sounds like a joke, but it's not. It does. Uh, um, but uh, it's like trying to find, you know, uh, 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 you know, natural gas, natural resources, um, which can really grow this part um, of the country, um, which has been just been economically just awful. Um, but we had the earthquake, and then that, 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 that's making that issue very controversial locally here. So it'll be a, an interesting, an interesting interview. Um, I've never done that kind of an interview before, like on a you know non-medical type issue. Uh, so it's going to be interesting for me just to kind of see you know what you know what, what I do with that. But uh, um, but I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to interview some different people on the show here, especially on the the Sunday night show, where it's just a little bit more um, you know serious than this. Uh, but I think it's a nice balance because I, I I miss doing that because you know before when we were doing the show you know twice a week and you know, I I do one show which is a little bit more serious and then you know a show with you and uh, that that's it's always kind of fun for me to kind of balance things out during the week. Right. Well, that's cool. And you know what I was thinking of too is like lately you've been doing a Saturday night show and a Sunday night show. That's kind of cool because it's kind of like. You know, if you listen to AM radio, for instance, sometimes they have these weekend shows that come on both days, and, you know, they've got the weekday shows, and it's just kind of cool because it's like, it's like, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but... Uh, no, no, yeah, it's it, it, it's different, and, and the Sunday one, the, the, the reason I picked the time is, I don't know if you've, I mean, you probably have been, been at least seen some, like, Twitter chats before and, and chats that happen on Twitter um, and uh, I, I have the Sunday night show right after a huge, um, probably the biggest um, healthcare-related um, a Twitter chat. So, so hopefully some of my people that I know there will listen to the show. Maybe not tomorrow because it's a it's a really local issue, but maybe some people will. So, but it's it's been fun getting back getting back into this. But it's still interesting, you know, because it's it's just an interesting topic and it it has to do like like what fracking causes earthquakes uh well from from what i understand um fracking is is getting the natural resource like the natural gas um out of the rock uh-huh. um but there's a whole uh second step that is called uh, injection wells so when they do this this 
uh, fracking extraction, there's a, there's a liquid that comes out um, that is kind of toxic, so they want to put it down into the ground. So when they put it down into the ground, uh, that's what can cause the earthquake. So it's not really fracking, but it's kind of a byproduct of fracking, and it's really just – um, you know, it's it you know it's a controversial. So um, uh, so I'm going to try to tease that out with this reporter who's been doing the, these stories around here for I don't know six eight months. Um, so a lot of it's just going to be just me being a concerned citizen saying, hey, what is the deal with this? And uh, you know, what is the truth? And what is the uh, you know what is the hype and that type of thing? So so it, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. So you say, okay, so you say it's not really like fracking, right? Is it more like fricking? Uh, I, I, I guess it's it's like a uh, – like <laughs> You didn't not, get my joke. Not, not really like a geological term. It's like it, – it's the full term is like hydraulic frackings, and I don't know why. Maybe I can look up as far as, you know, what is the origin of the word, um, you know, because, like, why would you intentionally call something that? I mean, can't you pick another word because it's just, like, so comical. Um, well, I know, <laughs> but I like that wasn't a serious question that I asked. You know, you've heard of frickin' frack, right? The frickin' frack. You know, actually, there was a local story up here about people <laughs> making T-shirts saying "another fracking earthquake." So there's like people like, taking like, a different take on this. That's why I asked if it was fricking. I have no idea what fracking. I mean, I've never heard of fracking until you told me about fracking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and I didn't know so, about it until there, until the, this earthquake happened, and I just started looking into it more. So, I don't know. <laughs> it does sound funny, though. <laughs> <laughs> so how about how about like uh, so how about like one life to live? So do you like do do you like? Are, so I would imagine that you're going to watch it or record it or you know that whole thing you know this week. I mean it, that's that's what you're going to do. Well, obviously. I mean, I always watch it anyway, but what I'll do is, like, if I'm working, I'll DVR it, I'll go home, watch it, and then erase it. Well, I've kept every episode this week. I'm, I just can't bring myself to erase them. And last, uh, was it last Sunday? No, 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 it was New Year's Day. They had 14 episodes on SoapNet from various years, some of their best episodes or whatever, you know, or like highlighted times. I kept all those. I've taped all those and kept all those. So it'll be it'll, it'll be curious to see how long I actually keep them on my DVR. But uh, I wish that they would, you know, I could almost deal okay. I could be okay with them ending the show if I could find it somewhere online where you could watch it from almost the beginning, you know, just somewhere where you can stream any, you know, so you can watch at any point in time and see old episodes, you know, because there, there was many years that I didn't watch it. It's not like I watched it every year that it's been on or even that many years compared to some people. And I've sort of watched it off and on since the early 90s, but, you know, never all the way through or anything. And then recently I've only watched it for maybe the last four four or five years, maybe, at the most five years, you know. So there's lots of things that I missed, and it would be interesting to go back in time and, and see some of those older ones, you know. I would be happy with that, but I don't know anywhere you can find that. <laughs> so it's very, very gut-wrenching and heart-wrenching and fracking ridiculous. 
Exactly. 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 Tricking and <laughs> fracking ridiculous. Uh, what, what do we take a short break here and uh, I can get some more water here so I don't cough my head off here. And uh, <laughs> uh, maybe we can end the show talking about a couple of stories here. So uh, so why don't we uh, sit tight here and uh, – oh, I did something mean, Cat. Uh, uh, I, uh, I did not open the chat room because uh, – <laughs> I didn't think anybody other than the J-Man would probably be listening to the show tonight uh, because there's all this stuff going on. These football games and and, uh, and you know, sports going debate. on. And, and what's that? And the debate. Yeah, the debate. You know, and and uh, you know, people having real lives. So uh, <laughs> I, I could, I could not dare to open the chat room. Just me be the only one in there. So I did not open the chat room here tonight. So. <laughs> um. So why don't we take a quick break here, and we'll we'll end the show here with uh, with a couple of stories here, and we'll maybe talk a little bit more about LSU. So we'll be right back here on the Night Show show with uh, me and Kat uh, coming up for our uh, final segment here. So uh, we'll be right back. to the Night Shift Show here on the uh, Blog Talk Radio Network on a Saturday night with me and Kat as the New Orleans Saints uh, score another touchdown. I don't know if you saw that, Kat, but uh, there we go. Yes, I did. So, I mean, yes, I, I, know I, that did. You, I know that you follow, you know, you know college football and, and LSU you know, really closely, but, uh, you know, do, do, you, do you follow NFL that, that much or not really? Not as much. Uh, like I said, the year that the Saints played the Super Bowl a couple of years back, I followed a little closer because they were doing so good. And, you know, they had been the Aints for so long, you know. And and then here it was this great team, and it was exciting, you know. Uh, and I, like I said, I love the Saints, but I've just never been in the NFL as much as college. College football to me is like – I like it a lot more I, for some reason. Oh yeah, but yeah. I like but yeah. I like it both. You know, I like football in general. I've never been into basketball, you know, and baseball. I've never been into baseball except like you know the Rangers playing the 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 World Series the last couple of years. I was into it for about five minutes, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I just don't see the 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 fascination with 
with baseball that much. I, I, I don't know. It's, to me, it's not as exciting. It, it kind of was. Like when I was, when, like I said, when I was kind of watching the Rangers and I was watching the, the World Series and stuff, it was, it was a little, like I could see how people could find it exciting, right? But I've just always been a football girl. It, 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 it you know, rugged. It, uh, you know, <laughs> sciatica. Sciatica. <laughs> uh, so, so before uh, before you came on, uh, you know, I talked about this, this you know, uh, hiring a, a wingman or a wing woman or something like that. You know, I mean, is that do, do you see like people doing that? Like, well, like anyway, cause I don't see you doing that because you're very outgoing and you're just like you can talk to whoever you want to because you're hot. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> thank you, Dr. Anonymous. Well, you know, I thought it was a great idea when I was hearing you, you know, talk about the story and everything. But here's the, the thing, okay? Court, who's 27, <laughs> Court was his right. name. Um, he says, okay, here he is, he's 27, and he has no idea how to flirt with women. Okay, so he's going to hire this wingman who's going to make him look so great at this party. Well, let's say this girl wants to go out with him. Is he going to go out on every date with the guy? Because he's not going to learn everything in one night. And the wingman is going to be doing <laughs> oath to the work. So what happens after the party, you know? So it's a, it's a novel idea, but it's just a temporary Band-Aid on a much bigger problem. <laughs> but, wow. Yeah. No, I mean, not that it's a problem. I mean, if he's just himself, you know, I, to me, the way to really find love, to me, it's not so much going out and picking up people in bars, okay? It's usually, I think, people who end up falling in love are people who, like, meet in whatever way, whether it's through a friend, somewhere that it's not even about meeting someone to date them. They become friends. They get real close. And they, you know, where there's no pressure in the beginning. And then... Because I think true love has to start from a good friendship, a solid friendship. Anyway, so if he's got friends who are women, and then two of them become friends and there's something more there, I think it would be easy for the guy because it's not like going out and having to look cool in front of complete strangers. Right, right. Well, I mean, you know, as, you know, as, because you know, I have, I have a lot of friends who are single, and uh, you know, they, they said, you know, as 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 time goes on, as you get into your job and working and all that kind of stuff, um, you know, people get less and less opportunities, you know, you know, to do that type of stuff. You know, when you're in school or when you're in college, I mean, you have that type of thing. But you know, when you as you get out into the working world, and it's it's uh, you know people you know obviously you know I have a lot of friends they would do this work too damn much, and uh, you know you just got to calm down. But you know this you know, the the opportunities are less, and you know the people just get focused on you know working, and and um, you know there, there's less of opportunity to go out um, and to socialize even with your own friends as opposed to you know meeting or trying to do a dating type of thing. Um, and, you know, people get stuck, you know, people get stuck into doing their own thing. And, and, uh, you know, um, you know, as especially people who are, you know, um, who are shy or, or introverted, um, you know, as you get older, I mean, it's just people just get, you know, stuck in their old habits and it, it's tough for them to get out of their shell. So, so I see, 
you know, a little bit of a need for this type of service for some people. I can think of a handful of people uh, um, right now who could maybe use this because they're just, you know, either just too shy or, or they're too boring or they're too stuck in their ways, you know, just to try to get out there and, and you know, have a little fun. And, you know, I'm not saying you know, you're going to – you want to find a life partner, but at least you know you know, you know talk to you know you know somebody and 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 uh, you know stop stop whining about not having anybody to date. Well, that's true. I mean, yeah, I mean, not necessarily that these people who hire the the wingman or the wingwoman are gonna find their future husband or wife, but but like I said, after the party, even if they if that person wants to go out on one day with them, even one day. You know, do they know what they're going to do on that date? Are they going to feel uncomfortable? Are they going to need that wingman with them again? You know, uh, I just, but I think it's a great idea. Yeah, I, mean, I, 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 think, some people, I think some people just need to break the ice and then, you know, and then they can just, you know, and then, and then you're on your own. I mean, it's not like you got to go and close the deal and, you know, whatever. Um, but, uh, you know, some people just need that. You know what I think would be funny? If, Court, you know, hired his wingman, and they went out, and he goes, oh, and, and Court said, you know, I really like that girl. I really like that girl. So the wingman says, okay, let's go, let's go, let's go, you know, try to get her in your pants or whatever. And wow. then they go over there. No, I'm just saying that. No, but anyway, <laughs> and then they go over there, and she falls for the wingman. I mean, how many of these girls end up falling for the wingman or the men fall for the wingwoman? That's like that's like, that's like most uh, most Hollywood movies right there. I mean that, that that's what. We're at. <laughs> <laughs> so, does the but these are professionals. Do the, does the professional wingman or woman try to veer their attention to the other person? You know, I, I wonder how that works because if these people are professionals, they're probably really good at flirting. Right. You know? So. They probably have these great lines that the other person might say, "Hey, you're interesting. Who cares about your friend? I, you're interesting, you know." Yeah, yeah. But I've never heard of that. That's really cool. And you know what? But, they're being, they're, but they're being paid, so I mean, you know, I, I, I would see the guy saying, "Oh, I want a refund because you know you were just you know hitting on the on the woman and you know weren't weren't helping me out. I mean, you're just here out for yourself. So I don't know." That's true. I don't know, but that is cool. I've never heard of that before. That's crazy, man. <laughs> but you know what? You know what else? I was listening when I was eating. I was listening to your show, right? And I really thought that the... the what you, you have? Uh, what would you have for dinner? What would you have to eat there, Kat? Because cause people like Jamie want to Chicken sandwich. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Oh, see, I just changed the channel just for a second. Hold on. They got another touchdown? All right, 31-21, yeah. Way to go, Breeze. <laughs> now, see, if this was LSU, I'd be like, really? Wow. <laughs> 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 no, but I, like I said, I, you know, I think it'd be cool that I need to go to a Saints game before I die, you know. I've never been to a Saints game. But I can oh, remember. Never been, really? Oh, wow. Yeah, no, just LSU. I've been to a ton of LSU games. I've even worked right. at some of the games, you know. Right, well, I like, thought you'd be at least one. I, mean, I thought you'd be one. You know, I, I thought you'd be Well, one. maybe. I mean, if I have, I was, I was young, and I don't remember. 
But I don't think I have. I don't think not till Saints game. Thirty-eight twenty-one. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> that, that dude has red eyes. Did you see it? I know. I saw that. That's like really scaring me. <laughs> he had re- literally. He had red eyes. Like red eyes. Yeah. Like I'm not talking about the whites of his eyes were bloodshot. He had red irises. <laughs> that is scary. And he wasn't on the Saints team, he was on the other one. Ugh. Let's uh let's do one more story here and uh I, I, I know you'll like this story because you know, I, I I always pick sweet stories to end the show and usually involving animals. Uh so uh, so listen to this and uh we'll we'll close out the show here. Here we go. The fact that Ollie the dog is home and playing has been a bright spot during a stretch of dark days for the family the Welsh Corgi belongs to. On New Year's Eve the dog was swept away in an avalanche that killed his owner. Dave Gayard was skiing near Cook City, Montana with his wife at the time of the avalanche. She survived. Already morning, Gayard, the family was preparing a small memorial for their corgi too. With a whole bunch of pictures and some cute things. But then the phone rang on Wednesday. And I was just like, what? What What happened? She's like, always survived. According to the Billings Gazette, Ollie, exhausted and hungry, showed up at the motel where his owners had been staying, which was four miles away from the site of the snow slide. It was a really nice moment because we all were had like a moment of happiness. It was, it was nice to share that. The owner of the motel found Ollie staring at the door of the room where the owners had been staying. The girls say the dog is now doing very well. It's brought a little bit more like like light. Searchers recovered Gayard's body earlier this week. His funeral is set to take place Friday. Brian Thomas, The Associated Press. Aww. Aww. And I love corgis, too. Well, of all animals, but... Aww, that's so sweet. I can't believe he went yeah. back to the hotel that the owners were staying at. Yeah, like, uh, like how does that happen? Yeah, like, you can you understand how they can make it home, right? Because they know smells and everything. But it's like, how do they know the hotel? Right, right. I, yeah, I don't know. I guess, I guess their sniffer is just that good. Hey, hey, you know more about animals than I do, man. Uh? <laughs> you probably have a, a lot better explanation than I could even make up or come up with. Well, I, you know, I wonder if it is a smell, you know, that their smell is just that good. Yeah, yeah. But they could even yeah. smell their owner's body sweat. Hey, I don't know. You know, it's just uh, you know. I hear stories like that. And I'm like, how could that ever happen? Like, I mean, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's uh, the crazy, the real crazy animal stories is when you know a, a cat finds its way from California to Chicago, or you know, like somebody's cat's missing in California and it's found in 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 New York or Chicago or somewhere. And like, how does that happen? Exactly. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. How I mean. How does that happen? (laughs) (laughs) Also, really quick, because I wanted to, I really enjoyed your story too. I I listened to you a little bit before I called in about the toddler that bought those apps on the. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Now, here's my question She bought two apps. 
first of all, right. what app costs $100? And of all the apps, in millions and trillions of apps in the world, she happened to get two of them that cost $100 each. Have you ever heard of an app costing $100? Uh, not a real app, like a fake app. <laughs> a Maybe, fake but, app. But, um, you know, like, like you know, uh, like a really stupid app, but like 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 a uh, like a flashlight app that costs a hundred dollars or something like that. No way! I've never seen an app that costs a hundred dollars. Oh, they're out there, and and I guess this toddler found it. I mean, I don't know. Well, I don't know what specific apps they found, but you're right. I mean, they're usually you know ninety nine cents or free or. You know, so some of them are ten or fifteen dollars or something like that. But yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, a hundred bucks. I mean, I can't even think of it. That's crazy. But I'm glad that they they uh, they took off that. But I mean, think about it. It would have had to have been a friend at Apple because who would believe that their kid's infant practically? I mean, I know it was twenty months old. Okay, it's basically a toddler. But still, who would believe a toddler did that? I know. You know, I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there they had to be a friend at Apple that, you know, like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Isn't little Johnny funny? did that. Oh, Isn't that's that funny. Yeah, we'll just take it off. <laughs> well, you know what? I have to say this real quick, and I swear I'll shut up. Something similar happened to me in a different way, but when I belonged to Verizon many years ago, I got a, a, a wireless air card for my laptop, and this was at the time I first started with BTR. So I was listening to shows all over the place, right? But it was an unlimited plan. Now, little did I know, they changed the plan to five, two or five gigabytes per month. Okay, I didn't know. I did, had no idea. I'm sure they sent me a little letter thing, and I never looked at it, okay? Right. And so one day I get a bill for $4,000. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Or dollars. I was almost in tears. I called them up. Well, actually, I called them up. I thought it was a, just a typo. I thought, oh, don't fix this. It's got to be some kind of mistake. And they said, no, ma'am. Didn't you know we changed our plan to whatever? I said, what? $4,000. With a lot of that. Well, because I was listening to shows. I watched YouTube videos. You know, I, I was constantly on my computer. So wow. with, with a little begging and a talking to a manager and everything, they brought the bill down to $400. So thank you, Verizon. Wow. And then you said, I'm out of here. I'm going to AT&T. Yeah. I left. Well, actually, I stayed with them for a while because I was so grateful. Oh, I never okay. hardly use. I never hardly used the air card because I was afraid of going over. Like I, I was like, uh, you know, I would check my email. And I'd have to use it a little bit because I need to feel like I was getting my money's worth. But then I got, right. yeah, something else that I could get more unlimited stuff on. Four thousand frickin' frack dollars. Frickin' frackin' dollars. Wow. Wow, I can't even believe that. <laughs> Thank God the guy did that. I was like, and, she, and you know, she's telling me, well, you know, this has been the beginning. They're like, this is just, well, I'm not going to be able to pay it, so I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so uh, we got a couple minutes left here, Kat. So, um, so do, 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 do you want to do you want to uh, uh, gander a guess at the score Monday night or? Or just kind of not. I'm afraid I don't want to jinx it. 
Well, okay, let me guess. LSU 56, uh, Alabama 3. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably going to be like the last time. It's going to be a close game with maybe three points apart with whoever wins, and it's going to be low scoring. But I have no idea. You know, I like the way Jay did it. You know, Jay's good at at, at, uh, predictions like that. Right, exactly right. Let's say fourteen seven LSU was hope. All right, all right. But if that's if anybody can get a freaking, that's if anybody can get a fracking touchdown. There you go. Well, you got you got a big week. This is going to be a big show here next week. Uh, We're going to talk about LSU. We're going to talk about one life to live, and uh, we'll have to see what kind of mood you're in, uh, depending on what (laughs) happens um, on on Monday. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. All right, so, uh, hey, thanks, uh, Kat, for calling in as usual. So uh, we're going to do this again uh, next week. And, uh, you know, hey, good luck Monday. Hey, hey, um, yeah, tweet out on Monday. Let us know what's happening. I will. I will. I'll be tweeting my extreme anxiety <laughs> throughout the day. <laughs> <laughs> talking about you know I'll, I'll be i'll be talking at you here especially you know if we can maybe get some of your lean you low down kids to come on that'll be fun that'd be fun that'd be great but uh what time is your show tomorrow night it's at uh nine o'clock your time okay good so i'll be able because i'm working but i'll be able to hear it i'll be home cool cool oh, awesome well, thanks for all cat Thank you. I had a great time. And uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. I love you all. Mwah. <laughs> all right. Good night, Kat. <laughs> Bye. All right, kids. So I got 10 seconds left here. So I just want to say uh, thanks, everybody, for uh, tuning in. And uh, join me uh, tomorrow night right at this time, uh, around this time. And uh, we'll be talking about freaking fracking and earthquakes and all that kind of stuff. So uh, this is the uh, Vanna Medicine Rocks podcast. My name is Mike Savella. And we will see you uh, tomorrow night. Good night, everybody.